Drive with Julian Clover. Getting you home. Cambridge 105 Radio. It's 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, a beautiful uh, Friday afternoon. We're heading into a bank holiday weekend as well, uh, but we're going to be talking politics uh, uh, rather than sunshine for the next little while in the company of the political blogger uh, Chris Rand, a regular on drive. And what a story this afternoon, Chris, in South Cambridgeshire. I just <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It's I, fairly straightforward. I think we all thought the interesting... Uh, election results will be overnight in the city and then this this um, this afternoon we'd uh, just watch or during the morning and afternoon we'd watch a succession of uh, conservative uh, people retaining their seats in the new wards in south cams and uh, and yeah, that would be very unexciting mm. and now explain what's happened because all 26 wards were up for election this time as opposed to Cambridge City, where we only had a third of the seats. Yeah. So what, what's happened in South Cams, if you like, is the background before we get into uh, who won here and there. Yeah, uh, OK, well, the, the um, f- let's go back even slightly further than that, Julian, if, I'm, if I may, because I think a lot of people in the city don't actually quite understand what South Cams is. Um, a lot of people, We're sort of like a donut hole, aren't exactly. we? Here a lot of city. people think that South Cams is everywhere to the south of the city, uh, when it's absolutely not. Now, of course, if you live, um, you know, in, in places like uh, you know Long Stanton or, or, or even somewhere like Milton, you know exactly that you're in South Cams. But a lot of people in the city don't realise that it's it's the area completely surrounding the city uh, and going out quite away in, in nearly all directions. Uh, and uh, in addition to that, uh, I think it's the only such arrangement in the whole country. I think it's the, we are, Cambridge City is the only council is completely surrounded by another one. I mean, if ever there was a candidate for a single unitary council, <laughs> that has to be it, doesn't it? Now, that would make for some interesting results well, on election time. It would, it time, would, after, would, it? would <laughs> after today, I tell you, because it's now completely um, changed things. Um, so that's South Cams is the area all round in all directions. So, you know, in, in terms of things like... Um, the, you know the, the transport, Greater Cambridge Partnership, things like that. You know, it, it's it's absolutely integrated with Cambridge because it, it, it counts as always out of Cambridge go through South Cams, uh, and I think possibly one or two people think that. Um, because it has a similar name to South Cambridgeshire, the parliamentary constituency, that it's something to do with that. But that genuinely is a bit more um, south and west of the city. Um, although it goes a fair way around, but, uh, but yeah. So that's what South South Cambridgeshire is. Uh, it's um, had a massive Conservative um, majority, um, and it's changed uh, this election. So instead of doing the one-third um, of the... Uh, candidates being elected each year so there's a general steady change just like we have in the city and this is what they've been doing uh, they've changed their plans and they are going to what's called all in or all out elections so that every four years uh, they're just going to elect everyone and that starts today um, and so the people elected today <laughs> which is quite amazing because it was such a seismic change will be there for four years now and just, uh, just to run through we've got the Liberal Democrats on 30 we've got the Conservatives on 11 uh, two for Labour two for Independent and zero for both the Greens and UKIP and now people are saying you've said they were 26 um, there's some quite a few of these doubling up aren't they yeah so the, the, the way it was before um, I think there were there were some um, ward, there were some wards that had two councillors and some that had one um, um, now they've cut down the number of wards um, substantially, but they've also um, had a lot more that have now got two, and some have even got three councillors. Uh, so 
uh, yeah, it's 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 changed a lot. Um, to, if any people don't know, before the Conservatives had thirty six out of fifty six or uh, whatever I think it was um, fifty seven councillors. Um, so something like two thirds of the councillors were Conservative before today. Um, the numbers are less now because, as I say, the, there are fewer. Uh, councillors, but now the Lib Dems have something like two-thirds or three-quarters of them themselves. I mean, it's got to be the most seismic shift uh, possibly in the country. And, and, in term, and in terms of fitting, if you like, everybody in, uh, presumably um, a few uh, potential candidates and actual candidates uh, were push un- pushed under a uh, council-subsidised bus. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, it must have been quite difficult for both, certainly the, the Conservatives uh, and the Liberal Democrats to, to, you know, fit everybody in. Um, but I think they managed because the, uh, there, was, there were quite a few new names uh, from both parties I, I saw on the list. So, um, you know, I think it, pr- it probably worked out OK. I think the real problem was where some had to move from one ward to another, uh, somewhere that they might have known really well um, into a new ward. And the people knowing them, of course, is the, is, yeah. is the really important Well, this thing. is the thing with re-warding, as they, they call it. Um, uh, you know, it does change. Now, I heard, I think it was Peter Topping was on earlier, saying, well, this was the real problem for the Conservatives because it really hurts um, incumbent councillors when they re- all the ward boundaries change. And... He has a point, of course, although the people that it really hurts are the independents because they have nothing to go on but their own, you know, character and their own personality and their own how well known they are, whereas at least with the party candidates, they're going to get votes from somewhere else. So, and and that happened, in fact, so the number of independents went down from six to two, and I think the two that won their awards did exceptionally well um, when they're rewarding. I think the other thing that possibly might um, allow you to take what Peter was saying with a pinch of salt is that uh, not everywhere was massively rewarded. I mean, you wouldn't have... Uh, it doesn't look to me like Shelford and Sawston and places like that were uh, changed an awful lot, and yet um, the, the Lib Dems just steamrolled the Conservatives and, and completely unexpectedly in places like that. So, you know, there wasn't... there were. I think in, in uh, there were names I recognised both sides um, in both of those places. I'm running you know, about high-profile casualties. There was Sebastian Kindersley, of course, was one. Sebastian was... He, but he's uh, Lib one Dem, of, of course. Lib Dem, yeah. He, he was one of the ones that moved Ward, though, and being a senior uh, Lib Dem like he is, uh, you know, I, I, I'd love to know the reasons for it. I mean, you know, maybe he, he just stepped up to, to, to do that. Yeah, he does have a role on the county council as well, he so does, he's, yeah. he's not completely so, out of it. you know, and, and I haven't even had a chance to go through and look at the, um, conserv- the sitting Conservative Council um, mm. casualties because there must be you know an awful no, lot no of doubt. going to double no figures we'll, we'll, and, uh, we'll check out a few of those uh, um, they're probably some fairly well known did, did the Lib Dems put in I don't know was was this all done on a local level or was somebody from um, Lib Dem head office uh, <laughs> no, uh, com- coming down it's definitely been done on a local level I've been talking to a couple of uh, very high profile Lib Dems this afternoon and also Conservatives actually been, been lucky enough to have a chat with and um, yeah uh, from the Lib Dem point of view it <laughs> they were very clever i mean they really were uh, not only was the whole campaign meticulously planned and uh, someone like me this was i will say is complete shock to a lot of lib dems i've been talking to it isn't i mean the, the sheer scale of their win is a shock but this is the like fact labor that in, they 90, won, in labor in 1997 yeah. or uh, actually uh, it was david howarth wasn't it who stood actually for the lib dems i think in cambridge uh, Round about that time, it might have been a few years afterwards, and wasn't expecting to wasn't be elected. To win. I think, but the difference here is the Lib Dems were expected. They, they didn't. I don't think they, they 
in the wildest dreams thought they'd get what they what they did. But um, you know, getting to be the biggest party or even having a majority was definitely in their sights. And I think the opportunity they saw. And uh, some a Conservative uh, Party uh, member I spoke to this afternoon certainly confirmed this. Uh, the opportunity they saw was that a lot of Conservative voters appear to be a slightly disillusioned with their party at the moment. And this is from both wings of the party for different reasons. Uh, and that they thought there might be a lot of Conservative voters who wouldn't come out today, uh, yesterday to vote for the Conservatives and they may well have called that right, and they thought, therefore, if we get ourselves really organised and we and we uh, really put our resources in the right place, and um, I saw someone on Twitter just now saying this this was an uh, election which was managed by spreadsheet, uh, and and you know yeah, there's a, you know I, I said I tweeted that uh, they, they couldn't have dreamt this in their wildest dreams, and a couple of Lib Dem organisers tweeted back, oh yes, we dreamt it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we need to explore that. If you hang on for a little while, if you take some travel and a bit yeah. and, and a song because. Because, uh, as they say on the question of sport, what happened next, which is uh, uh, kind of what I'd like to explore. Uh, right now, though, it's 20 after five. I'm still with uh, Chris Rand, political blogger, who has to sneak off because it's the first Friday of the month and he's going down the pub uh, <laughs> with much to talk about, particularly in, uh, in, in South Cambridgeshire. But also, can I also introduce uh, Katie Thornborough, who we're going to be speaking to in detail after the half-past five headlines, uh, who took Trumpington Ward by, was it four votes? Four votes. That's, yeah. um, that's not bad going, which, which has, I was talking this morning to, I think must have been to Phil Rogers about uh, Castle a couple of years ago when, uh, but I mean Castle, no, I mean Market, don't I? Yes. Where um, it was taken by the Greens I think that was when Oscar Gillespie uh, got that and there was something like seven votes between yeah. first and third so um, yeah, uh, who thought right. it could happen again? Uh, one um, of the South Cam's Wards, of course, was one vote today. So. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. <laughs> which, which one was that? Uh, no, you got me. Um, oh, sorry, I shouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> you didn't, I, I can't remember. I, I didn't write it down. Okay, not to, not to worry. Um, the fact that we now have a Lib Dem council in South Cambridgeshire, as opposed to a Conservative one, uh, coupled with the fact that we have, continu- as we have for the past couple of years or so, a Labour council in the, in the city here, that's going to have some knock-on effects for things like the Greater Cambridge Partnership, for example, and all these various committees which are supposed to sort things out, such as transportation links in and out of the city and all, and all sorts of things. Mayor, yes. Mayor Palmer must be um, pacing up and down in Soham at the moment, I would have thought. Uh, who knows? Um, yes, so the... the, the board of the Greater Cambridge Partnership consists of a representative from the County Council, the City Council and South Cam's uh, District Council um, and and, tends, and is someone from the, the largest party, controlling party on each so Lewis Herbert for, for Labour is, it represents the city um, Ian Bates uh, from the Conservatives represents uh, the County Council and now South Cam's District Council is not going to have a, um, a representative, will not be a Conservative anymore, will now be a Liberal Democrat. Um, I, I, as far as I know, I think Bridget Smith is the Liberal Democrat leader and obviously Lewis is the, the um, City Council leader and he sits on there, so Bridget may be the person, who knows. Um, much discussion this afternoon, I notice, on Smarter Cambridge Transport about how this is going to change things because, um, you know, there were two people from one party and one from another... Um, which, you know, we well, you know what that, that ends up as doing. I suspect Lewis, um, you know, contributed greatly to the Greater Cambridge Partnership 
board, but you know it was always outnumbered. Whereas now there's going to be one person from each party, and it could be very interesting. Plus, the Liberal Democrats do have some interesting policies. Uh, if they could come to an agreement with um, more likely with Lewis, um, I would think of the two. But is this um, likely? You know, on, on, we could get some more interesting things happening. Is this likely to be wholesale changes or simply tweaking to what's already been proposed? Well, it could be wholesale changes, and, and, and well, what sort of things might happen? That would be be remarkable if it was. Um, well, you know, the moment that the, the, there are some really good people at the Greater Cambridge Partnership, particularly the more recent, you know, full-time employees there, um, they really are good. It's the political direction of, that they're getting has been terrible. Um, and it's all over the place. It's, it's just not, you know, it's strategically really badly done. And they seem to be coming up with plan A and plan B for everything because they don't know you know which direction they're going to be put in um you know so and then, and then we've got the the, the uh, mayor throwing in thrown into the mix as well if we don't you know he wants this metro system which he insists is a, is a light rail system even though it's a bus and yep. and and so we wants that the county council um seemingly want to have um uh, guided bus well busways at least you know concrete tracks through the countryside whereas um, many residents certainly don't um and there and there's you know the light rail option uh, and in the heavy rail option as well which is also interesting as you know rail Havehill for that these aren't just aren't being uh, pursued properly uh, and they really should be and i believe a lot of councillors think they should be but uh, unfortunately you know um one or two vested interests don't because one thing that mayor palmer doesn't want is cambridgeshire county council or will he now <laughs> well they could be his biggest allies in some of these things he needs to, yeah i don't know i mean you know it throws it certainly throws another element into the mix, but I think it's a good, healthy thing. It'll be it'll involve a lot more discussion, and and that can only be a good thing. Absolutely, and the other positive thing about it is it's going to keep journalists in work for a little bit longer as oh, well, which yes. is uh, always something, as you might imagine, <laughs> as a uh, card-carrying member. I'm always in favour of uh, Chris. Good to see you. No, as, thank you as, for having as me. Always. Delighted. Uh, I'm delighted. We had something great to talk about. I know we were we were thinking when this was all being planned. We think, oh, Cambridge City results between nine and ten, and we'll go quiet after that but uh, the reverse was before true. I disappear could I just say one thing though Julian and congratulate you and Matt and the team and everyone on all the coverage today because it really has been uh, I've been at home listening to it all day but um, I've dipped into other media um, particularly more well-funded media and really this has been the best and most uh, local coverage throughout the day in fact from the middle of the night um, and it really has been a great listen all day you've had great guests and and really good sharp coverage so congratulations oh, you're very kind you can come back again uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Rand political blogger thank you very much